song? Do you hear this? Do you hear this? Yes, I do. Nigga get one pan one manicure ah, and ah, be ah. clickety clack. <laughs> well, you should see me, Regid. Every time I point, I'm like, yeah, you go over there and there. Or when I'm on my computer, I was all you hear is click, 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 click. Oh, I know. I'm brand new when I get a fresh set. My my nails are raggedy right now and I'm about to get them done. But when I get a fresh set, I'm so extra too. That's so sweet. I, I totally, totally and, get it. And then when they, people see me, they're like, oh my God, your nails look so good. I'm like, yeah, and they're mine. Oh my God, really? Yeah. <laughs> Never see, come see. Never see, come see. <laughs> back in, trust me, back in 2019 though, I had no nails. None. Wow. Like, no pol- like a little bit of polish here and there. Now, yeah, all I went, of a sudden. Same. Me, I went a very long time without um, having fake nails. Like, I, like probably a full... Mm, I want to say a... Mm, no, I'm lying. Not a full year, but a solid eight months, I would say, mm-hmm. since having nails. And then I just put nails back on, like, a few months ago yeah um just it was nice to have a little break you know because it it will damage your nails if yeah. you have fake nails on yeah the only thing is was that with my real nail though when this shit breaks yeah blood clot <laughs> like that's what i wish my re- my nails were fake because yeah. it'll just be the fake nail. Nope. When this breaks, yeah, yeah it's hard. not fun at all. It's true. And because I do have like a fake nail, like a, yeah, fake nail on top of my nail, I'm so rough with them. Because I'm like, oh, it's not my real name on my nail anyway. Whatever. <laughs> ah, episode 31. Ew. So we, Hopefully. we, no, we counted. <laughs> transparency we counted before we started recording because it was going to be like we're not gonna go through this what part is this nah episode 31 fate i'm strongly saying that with confidence mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um we are pre-recording but by the time y'all hear this it will be your girl's birthday so um happy birthday to me and, and um, um are we going by actor age or are we gonna tell everybody your real age? Um no, you're gonna have to um <laughs> Wikipedia me, Wikipedia me when I get a Wikipedia. You have to IMBD me, you're gonna have to ask my agent. Um mm-hmm. but you know, it don't matter because we age in life fine wine over here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, what's up? What's new in the world? How's your week been? Week and a half, two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, my week and a half has been cool, you know. Um, some ups and downs. Um, yeah, I I can't believe that twenty twenty is about to be done, mm-hmm. and everyone's just like oh my god I can't wait for 2020 to be over and just start fresh and whatever and people think like COVID's gonna just disappear Disappear at the drop of the ball (laughs) trust me and I'm like guys January 1st (laughs) guys nah be like 
no, like we all thought COVID was going to disappear in the fall and COVID is more rapid than ever now. <laughs> mm, child. So like, no, this is something that this is, I, I hate another, we'll, we'll get into, we'll get into uh, that segment that we have in store, but I hate the word. Um, what's the word again? I just had it in my head. I just had the word in my head. You must not hate it that much. I know. I must not hate it that much, <laughs> really and truly. I really and truly. It'll pop back up. Yes. But, um, yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a really, it's just a really weird time. Like, things are moving in the right direction for me, which I'm very happy and grateful for. Thank you, God. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of blessings um there's also a lot of um just I wouldn't say sadness but um I've just realized that family and friends are very 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 important right now absolutely Um, yeah I received some some I don't know some I would say bad news but um yeah, I don't really know how to describe it. I really don't know how to describe it. All I'm saying is, you know who you are. I am here for you 1000%. And I love you dearly. And shout out to that person. That's all I'm going to say. Um, yeah. And um, yeah, I'm just really appreciating life right now. And yeah. just really keeping family and friends close. And um yeah, just celebrating life. Like even when I saw you when we were we met up each other, <laughs> we booked up each other at the mall. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yo, what are you doing for your birthday? And you're like, oh, you know, it's just whatever and whatever, whatever. And so on and so on. And you're not much of like a birthday person per se. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, we had fun when we went to Jamaica for your birthday. So like it was kind of like a birthday thing, but <laughs> yeah. Um like that was like I loved that whole vibe. Like, yeah, it was just it was just cool. It was cool. And when I left you that day after I seen you, I was just like, nah, Sharona needs to celebrate her birthday. Like, <laughs> she needs to do something. I don't know what, but she needs to do something. So yeah, in early in advance, I will say happy birthday to you. Thank you. I wish you many, many, many more. Thank you. And you're beautiful. You're strong. I'm not going to make you cry because yeah, I know you're a gangster. <laughs> I, I feel it brewing. <laughs> Honestly, I know you're a gangster. And yeah, just know that we all love you. And yeah, keep doing what you're doing. We're all here for you 1000% despite these covid stuff that's going on you that hasn't stopped you from pursuing what you wanted to pursue and you keep going i see your photo shoots yes that's a snap (laughs) you're still producing the photos you're still out here you're still doing auditions so keep at it i cannot remember how old you are because i keep forgetting Mm -hmm. that you're younger than me Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> so I'm like, yo, we go through this every 36. year. 
I'm going through this every year. (laughs) Is Sharona turning 35 or is she turning 36? So yeah, I just remembered how old you are. So yeah, I will keep that to myself. But happy birthday, girly, and I love you dearly. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. But yeah, I mean, other than that, life is good. Life is good. And everybody cherish life. That's all I'm going to say. Cherish life, cherish your loved ones. And yeah, just keep on moving and wear a motherfucking mask, please. (laughs) Word. Just just wear a motherfucking mask. Like, just, just please, just, the shit is real. It's out here. I'm really trying to like get back to somewhat of a normal. I am tired of COVID. (laughs) I am tired of hearing, I'm tired of hearing about a vaccine. I'm Mm -hmm. tired of hearing about lockdowns. I'm just tired of hearing about the death. I'm, I'm just tired. Like my body and my mind can't take it. So just guys, just wear a mask. Mm-hmm. and more importantly build your immune system because the government ain't telling you that shit mm-hmm. absolutely not they're gonna tell you to take the vaccine and keep it pushing thanks and if you want to if you want to immune if you want to build up your immune system you can buy my mama CMOS <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> listen I've been putting mama CMOS and the um the other pineapple uh, garlic one Mm-hmm. in my smoothies in the morning it's yes. so bomb so bomb. yeah 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 and it works yeah it works. it works so yeah that has been my week and a half how about you girl um man well I think like the last time we were on the pod um I was really involved in like my head was just down for weeks and weeks and weeks because I was preparing for um a gig that I had had and so since then I did this gig obviously I have to do the annoying thing of not being able to say what it is Mm -hmm. until it's released but I will say that um it had it was completed and it was totally successful and it was amazing um I was Mm -hmm. doing art direction on a project um for a company and um it was just like when I say like it was so hands-on and I and I feel like I mean obviously as a team everyone came together it was it was you know video it was uh photography it was um hair makeup all all the things but the art direction in terms of what needed to be created for for this was heavily the center point of this shoot. And mm-hmm. um, so naturally the bulk of that responsibility fell on me because I was the art director. And, you know, it was the first time in a long time that I was able to do do creative things in a with my hands like actually like building things Mm -hmm. um and kind of like troubleshooting issues and finding creative ways to um give the client what they had envisioned based on a storyboard all these things because I mean you know we work in film and it's pretty like cut and dry in that sense of like okay I'm shopping for a look cool Mm -hmm. it's just clothing or if I'm writing a script or if I'm an actress and I'm you know doing an audition all those things are creative but they're a little bit more cut and dry whereas this was very like 
very hands-on. I'm talking multiple trips to Home Depot, you know, multiple trips to prop shops and metal shops and all types of things and, and just really getting into my like resourceful bag mm-hmm. in, a, in a new way. And then mm-hmm. to have it had been so well received um, on the day was very rewarding for me. And then, you know, the conversation continued into me, um, you know, doing more work in the future with, with this client and it was all good things. So it was a huge victory in that way. And, um, so I felt like really proud of myself and just really, um, it's very different. You know, I think when you have your own production company and you write for yourself and you do this for yourself, it, you kind of live in a bit of a bubble. So, cause you don't really deal with outside clients too often, but now, like, now that I am dealing with outside clients, it's like, I don't know. It's just, it's just like a different level of accountability. Cause I know that like, if I've, if I drop the ball on this, it's not just my knowledge it's going to be everyone's knowledge it's going to be public knowledge because i'm now mm-hmm. working i'm working with strangers so to speak you know what i mean mm-hmm. but in but on the flip side if i really like smash this and excel that too is public knowledge you know exactly um which was great so it was really nice to like um be reminded that i can take up those spaces as well Nice. You know, um, so that was dope. So obviously, you know, within the next little while, we can go further into that. But um, in other news, yeah. So obviously, by the time this drops, uh, your girl would have been celebrating a birthday. Happy birthday to me. And, you know, it's true. All my friends every year. Ronnie, what are you doing for your birthday? Ronnie, what are you doing for your birthday? What are we doing for your birthday? And I'm just the most dried up person. I don't know why. I don't know why, you know what? And I say it all the time. It gives me anxiety to think about coordinating. Like you see how like your sister had that beautiful little shindig for her birthday, Mm -hmm. like all coordinated and all like, you know, planned in advance and all those types of things. It's like, I, I love those things for other people, but like, I don't want to do it for myself. Like, that's the part that gives me anxiety so I'm just like I don't want to deal with people's schedules I don't want to like you know coordinate and decide see that's why even when I like cook at my house and friends or it's it's always either one or two people or maybe a maximum of four people at a time like a small manageable group you know what I mean because I like to serve and I like to entertain but kind of like on my terms whereas I feel like if it's a big shindig I have to be like too much of a big host and that is just exhausting to me because I'm not that social you know Mm -hmm. um despite what people may think um even though it would be my my friends I don't know I'm just weird like that so for me I'm always gonna opt for you know, going away or doing something that, that is more like singular to me. Um, yeah. But I say that, but what I'm really trying to say is like, honestly, this year does and has given me 
a new perspective on like the celebration of life as you were saying absolutely you know like no I actually should perhaps stop and smell the roses of like achieving an another birthday because that's an achievement in today's world you know what I mean um and so yeah I mean still I probably won't have something that is a bunch of people at one time but I I do make it a point to hang out with people in like smaller groups you know so it might be like me and you one day and then me and three other friends another day and da, da, da. and I I usually do those types of things but it is important for me to um touch base and stay connected with my loved ones for sure like I even just put it in my to-do list the other day like go see your grandparents because I haven't seen them like since since Thanksgiving and it it I feel it like there's just something in me that starts to feel it after a while like now I need to I need to touch that base again I need to reconnect in that way because I've been away for too long you know yeah um and I'm really just like really cherishing like life for real like even when we Mm -hmm. think about even us as like artists and you know, creators and building our brands and all the things that we might have been or anybody might have been like insecure about or timid about or second guess themselves on or didn't think that they had it had enough or they were enough to accomplish that thing. Dude, like just fucking do you like legitly just do you my nigga because we get one of these we just get one life you know what I mean and it's just like yo what are you afraid of like real talk and I'll be honest so another thing that I've been doing this past week is I've been getting into um listening to some more podcasts I know, right? Big accomplishment for me, who was only on a steady two-pod rotation for like a whole year, two years. (laughs) Now I got about, you know, three or four that I rotate or whatever, thankfully. Um, Are we going to say who they are? um, I don't know the names. I mean... (laughs) Can you look on the phone, Okay. Lord God. Okay, I listened to Lala's podcast. Oh, okay. Um, I really enjoy it from week to week. I'm going to take that in. Um, because she she just has people on there that always share things that I really particularly enjoy. Um, just about the business, entertainment, growing as a millennial entrepreneur, acting, all those types of things. Um, I started to listen to Around the Way Curls as I I know you're faithful to them but like I like I said to you before I'm like I like listening to these women because they just sound they remind me of us like in that sort of natural kind of just shooting the shit kind of way and figuring out life and and it's so interesting because it's like when I start to listen to their voices it made me want to see like what they look like, like who was who, because I, I don't know like whose voice belonged to who, right? So then I like looked up their YouTube or whatever, 
and was like, oh, okay, so that one with that voice is that girl and that one and that boy. And because yeah. I did that, I was like, oh, people probably do that to us too. You know yes. what I mean? Who don't know us and stuff. So that taught me like, or reminded me of the importance of like uh, video content as we've talked about before. And um, who else do I listen to? Oh, I listened to um, this young Canadian girl. Her name, is, or the, the, I don't know her name, but... Her podcast is called Relentless Diaries, I believe. Ooh, okay. And um, yeah, she's fairly new. Like, yeah, super fairly new. Um, but again, it, I, I love the familiarity of like knowing some of the people that she has on her pod or like listening to them talk from their perspective. She's quite young. I think she's like in her early 20s. But just listening to the perspective, you know, they have influencers on and listening to the perspective of that. Like, I just find those things interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and, oh, and one that I faithfully listen to is M2M. Uh, okay, yes. Yeah, um, Millennials to Millionaires with um, with um, Alicia. Mm-hmm. Uh, and her t- and the two guys that's a really great pod just for like business and investing and um, you know real estate investing and that sort of thing so like those guys are young but they've been in the game for a minute and they're you know that's just like a natural interest of mine so any l- little like information and tips and tools that they give um, is really uh, interesting to me so yeah, like I'm legitly on a little pod journey that I'm truly enjoying. Um, and of course, I you know, we have our own. I believe this. I know. Who like, knew, right? I remember when we were Who in knew? Jamaica for your birthday. This was like 2018, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I was on the beach listening to Joe Budden, and you were looking at me like I was crazy. And I. <laughs> trying to get you involved into the joe button podcast and you're just like i don't understand this podcast thing like what is it and i'm like trust me it's a thing and it started from there and then all of a sudden now you're schooling me on podcasts that i've never even heard of wow I <laughs> own my growth i know tell <laughs> me about it and now and then I'm, i say to myself i'm like what the hell did I listen to before podcast but my but what I listened to was you know me I'm all you know I'm like uh, a sermon girl so I used to like my podcasts before were just flipping between like uh various like churches that I listened to right so like mm-hmm. um Potter's House yes. Transformation Church um relentless church like my church Rama, our church Rama, um you know which i which is still highly in the mix so now it's like i feel like i have like my weekly listens like all covered as i'm just kind of going through my day we walk in the mall all day so it's like mm-hmm. it's a perfect time for me to like take in a potter driving you know from the office to the mall those types of things but Anyways, aside from that, have you ever tried natural deodorant? Yes. I'm, I actually been wearing it for the last, since this year. Is there a brand that you use? Jason. 
Mm. Yeah. Now where do you get it? I believe my mom got it for me at Winners. And mm. I will say this. At first, when I tried it, and I actually listened to um, a podcast, The Friend Zone. And mm-hmm. Fran um, from The Friend Zone, she's all about natural the natural stuff. vibes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, when she was talking about it, she was just like, yeah, you know, at first it's a little weird because when I first tried it, it made you, you put it, it's like a roll. It's pretty much like a, it looks like a deodorant and everything. It's like a roll on. And I don't know how to describe it. It felt kind of weird, like almost wet. Right. So it's like, yeah, it like it doesn't clog your your underarm pores. So it's I don't know how to describe it. It's like a very weird feeling at first. But now I've become so used to it. It's just like whatever to me. But yeah, my mom was the one to introduce me to it and I live by it. Yeah. So I am open to trying it again, but I tried and I tried um, the brand Tom's. Yes, Tom's um, is good. For the first time. And it's like, I was doing it for like a month, but I'm not going to lie. I'm just like, "Mm." by the end of the day, my pits were a little questionable. Oh my God happy that it's winter time and I'm coming home to nobody like you know what I mean because why yeah. I'm like so then I'm like okay you know I'm obviously showering I'm obviously I'm not doing anything crazy it's not like I'm sweating profusely none of mm-hmm. that but it's just like I don't know like I, I guess and also I could say that probably like you're after years and years and you're a lifetime really of wearing like regular deodorants then you try to like do the natural thing it's like it's gonna take your body some time to adjust yes. all of that kind of stuff which I understand so that's how I was like oh, okay like maybe that's what I'm going through right now but yeah I just didn't go past the month period because I was like, mm. not it, it. I say try again. Honestly, mm-hmm. I say try again. Um, yes, it's. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's not going to fully block the order. <laughs> it, it's not going to fully. By the end of the day, depending on how, how much you perspire under there, there will be a little bit of a, a woof, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's not going to be like, oh my God, like, it's not going to be like, you're not wearing deodorant, but I will say it is a healthier alternative and it's just, it's just better. Yeah. I say and try that's how I Jason's. feel too. And that's, you know, I'm always, a, I tell you, so I'm always yes. trying to do the natural thing. And that's where it came from. I'm like, yo, I, I know I'm aware mm-hmm. of how, um, bad these things are for you over time mm-hmm. and realistically our armpits are open pores you know yes. and we're clogging them and we're doing this and we're doing that so I'm always trying to but I'm just like dude like I'm not I'm the type of person that walks past people and 
holds my breath in the event Girl. that I smell bad because I don't want to risk it because my nostrils just can't take this sort of <laughs> pressure. So I don't want, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want somebody to be like, hold on, no, sir. Like, you know, like. <laughs> but I will say Jason's is good. I mean, I was wearing it the whole of summertime and I was fine. Like, the whole, and you already know what summer is rough. Like, the whole of summertime, I was good. Like, I was around you. Did you smell me? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I pray if anybody's around me and I don't, and I kind of stink, tell me. Because I'm one of those people that will smell myself and be like, yo, do I smell bad? Yeah. Because I'm not about shame. But, um, yeah, Jason's is, Jason's is good. Try Jason's and see. Okay, I will. And you yeah. know, I rate winners for that. I like love winners for all mm-hmm. things except clothing. And what <laughs> I say that is, again, just I'm overwhelmed. But yes. you know where I thrive in winners in the in the aisle to go check out, like in in all those little oh, like the candies and yes. the little. <laughs> That's, that's where I get, get my you. that's where I get my shortbread cookies. That's where I get a little mug with a cute little meme on there. Like I all the don't. all the things I don't need. The Welcome my to the, grandma. The ginger twos <laughs> in every Listen flavor. To <laughs> Listen to granny about the cookies, the, the mug. caramel popcorn in the in the see-through bag, like all of that, all of that. Like, yes, I thrive in the checkout aisle of winners because the clothes area just gives me too much anxiety it's just too much it's overwhelming of course because of work I'm there for certain Mm -hmm. things I know it's a good like one-stop shop for everyday characters but for myself it's like nah but when it comes to like like I'll go straight to like the appliance in the home section Mm -hmm. and the pots and pans and that sort of thing so I, but there I, was a time where winners wish the lick though like when it oh for sure started winners still has some thought for sure was up in there but I'm starting to find that it's not like remember when you used to go into winners and you'd be like oh my god like you found this really good outfit for mm-hmm. like how cheap and it was like exclusive now it's it's losing its gist like I don't know I'm not I'm not feeling winners like mm. I used to. It's you just know what, not there too? for me. Um, it is all, it's also based on what locations you go to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, just like when you're thrift shopping. Almost, yeah. You know? I mean, Bloor Street's always the good one. Yeah. The Bloor Street location and even the one on Bathurst and Lawrence. Oh, That's yes. Good. That one's a Bathurst good one. Lawrence. Yeah. Mm, I haven't been over there in a minute. Yeah, Bathurst and Lawrence, I always seem to find something good. It's almost like when you go to Value Village over on the Queen, I think the Queen Street East location, I forgot where it is. It's close to like Leslieville. Like that used to be my Mm. spot, that Value Village there. That was my spot. That's where I got all of my furs and so on. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh boy, back in the day. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's pretty much my update. I can't think of anything else I want to. Hmm. Oh yeah. Anyway, moving on. 
Oh, I will say this. I got a ring light. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes, I'm stepping up. Mm-hmm. Because for all of my City Line segments, I've been pretty much using everybody's stuff. Mm-hmm. I think I mentioned this maybe on the last pod. I don't remember, but yeah, I got a ring light. I got, yeah, it's some, yeah, I think I did mention this. Maybe I did. But yeah, I'm, I'm, the only reason I'm talking about it is because it's right in front of me. So yes, I got a ring. And I got a rolling rack. Mm. Where did you get your sm- rolling rack from? I got a small one at Walmart. You see, it's- I get that you made strides. No, <laughs> you made some steps. Okay. But I'm going to need you to get on Amazon, girl. Because you could have bought that from the comfort of your bed. And had a more selection, and it would have been delivered in like a day. But you Me. see, this this is okay, this is where procrastination comes into play, because your girl went to get all of this stuff the night before I was supposed to record. Wow! When I had pretty much three weeks to get this Mm. three weeks three weeks yeah procrastination junior like i 2021 procrastination needs to stop for me like real talk it needs to stop because yeah this is this is not cute suppose if there was no rolling rack there then what? And here I am improvising. I was legit Sharona. I was just like, all right, cool. So how can I put up the clothes? All right. So maybe I can take off all the photo, fo- all the all the pictures that are on my wall in my bedroom and then use the hooks. Wow. And hang the clothes. And hang the clothes on the hanger and then hang them on the hook. I'm thinking about all of these things. And then I was strikes again. Yep. And then I was just like, I wonder if my mom has one of these. Remember, I don't even know if they still have them back in the day. There was like, it was almost like a tree branch. And it was something where you would hang the jackets. I don't know how to describe it. I know what you mean. Yeah, it's like this long pole and it has the like the arms and so on where you hang your coats. I was trying to see if my mom still had one of those downstairs. Oh my gosh, <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> I was going to use that. I'm like, Danielle, stop this. Like, you are a fashion expert. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. You nera. Get your basic tools, girl. That's <laughs> me. It's getting ridiculous. So, number one, words that Janielle hates. No, let's just, not even words that Janielle hates, words that I would like to be removed from everybody's vocabulary in 2021. If they could be removed before then, that would be great. (laughs) That's your Christmas gift. (laughs) That's my Christmas gift. A new vocabulary for everybody. Yeah, full disclaimer, Whoever is offended, <laughs> whoever is offended, just know that 
I don't, if this is not about you, this is more about the word. It's not you, it's me. It's me, yes. Yo, that statement sometimes is true. I know people yes. think it's like a BS statement when people say it, but honestly, it, it's like that sometimes. It's really not you, it's really actually me. It's me. <laughs> it's me, like, and it's me hearing this word all the time. And it's driving me nuts. So this is in no particular order. I, I hate them all. <laughs> so this is not ranked. This is just what I can't stand. Can we remove the word toxic? Okay, every time you want to remove a word, you have to give me the alternate option. What do we say? First of all, why does toxic bother you so much? Because, uh, how do I put this lightly? I find it's a lot of broken people that use the word toxic. Ooh. And, oh, and yeah, and, 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 here, and here's my thing. Here's my thing. I too know, or I too have been in a situation where I was, I met a quote unquote toxic man or an individual a woman was toxic. And that word was the, the best thing for it. But I'm finding that, I don't know, especially in 2020, I've been hearing that word so much and they use it towards anything towards a relationship. Yeah, or people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like per- a perfect example, perfect example. And again, people, this has nothing to do with you. This is me. <laughs> Girlfriends is mm-hmm. on Netflix. I have been binging Girlfriends since Sunday. I am now on season six. How many seasons is there? Eight. I- Wow, and each season, I heard each season is like 20 episodes each Yeah, like, it's, Yo, it's wild. That's a bag, you know, like from the crazy. filming side, they had buku dollars, because these days, think about it, a new series on Netflix right now is like a max nine episodes, like that's me. 10 maybe, but like most people are doing like limited series mini series because they just don't have like they don't they don't know if it's gonna hit like they don't want to commit for that long in case it's a flop but anyway continue. Me. no mm-hmm. I feel you like I was assigned to the point where it's just when I'm when I'm on when I'm um going through the episodes I mean I skip a few because I'm just like okay I remember this episode yeah I don't really want to listen to this da 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 so, um, yeah, there's eight episodes and everybody has been on Girlfriends, especially the fact that it came to, to Canada, because I mean, I believe Girlfriends, which other show was it? Girlfriends, um, Moesha. Moesha, Sister, Sister. Sister, Sister. Um, they all 
came on Netflix in the US, I think a month ago. And then we just recently got it on our side. So kudos to us. But everybody has been on their net on their Netflix girlfriend's bag. And of course, the think pieces. <laughs> of course. Of course. And you know what? I get it. People are home. They're working from home. They're on the internet. And we're a lot older now. So girlfriends, we're not like looking at it, we're not looking at it as like, oh, this funny show and we can't relate and whatever. We've a lot of us have gone through these same experiences that a lot of these women have gone through. And it's interesting because it's like you're watching it as, you know, a woman in your 30s watching these women. But when we first watched Girlfriends, when it first came out, we were like teenagers. Exactly. So it's and like we you like wanted resonate. to be them. Yeah. Too. And now we like are them in a way. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So now people are like, <laughs> are like, what is, what is it? We're depicting? Yeah. Depicting, um, I would like dissecting each character from girlfriends. Like they're like, oh, Joan was toxic. Oh, Tony was superficial and and a gold digger. And Lynn was just um, like poor and toxic. And Maya didn't do what she wanted. And the best person on there was William and so on and so on. And I'm reading these comments and every friggin' woman on there was just like, oh yeah, toxic, 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 toxic. Like that's all I kept saying to the point where I had to comment on somebody's page that mm-hmm. had this thread. And I was just like, wow, the fact that this show <laughs> is getting so many women so wild up is crazy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and no, I'm like, number one, it's a TV show, guys. And number two, can we just remove the word toxic in 2021? Because I'm quite tired of the word toxic. <laughs> and right then now. I'm like, what did I see? Every time I hear like, let's cancel a word, I'm like, what word did we say before toxic? Huh. Like, crosses or honestly or just like was the man was he was this person rude was he evil or was she evil or like messy 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 is still a pop culture word yes like what was toxic Mm -hmm. that's it's true like what was what was the word so yeah, and I mean, at the end of the day, people can say whatever they want. They can be in their feelings, whatever. At the end of the day, Mara is getting her bag, and the rest of the, <laughs> and, the right. rest, and the rest of girlfriends is getting their bag. And I'm and, and I'm especially happy for William. I forgot his real name. Yeah, I'm really happy. He for had him. it rough. Yeah, because he had it really rough. I heard this guy has not acted since girlfriends like I have not seen him yeah, in anything yeah, yeah he, and then a picture of him went viral I think a year or two ago where he was like on a bed kind of laid down and 
I don't know where that photo came from. I think he had like a shirt on and with a belly out or I don't even know. Uh, it wasn't like the most flattering photo. And this mm-hmm. obviously circulated the internet and people were making fun of him and so on. Uh, and apparently he was working at a grocery store. Grocery store, yeah. Same as dude from the Cosby show. And William, sorry, I don't know his real name. He... It's Reggie Hayes. Yes, thank you. Reggie Hayes. <laughs> Reggie Hayes um, left that grocery store and was living with his, with his, I believe, his mother for a while because, like, it's just rough. Like, that's... And that's the reality, <sighs> too. Like, you know, I was saying because I was... I kind of got into this thing this past week where I started to rewatch a lot of old movies and stuff like that. So I was watching like Waiting to Excel and watching mm. um, like Menace to Society and like these like, mm-hmm. you know, Above the Rim, like these movies. I was just kind of like getting into that sort of vibe and uh, something came on and there was a woman on there and you know, she was really popping in the 90s. I can't remember her name, can't even remember the show, but like so many women, she was very much popping at that time on every sitcom, in every movie, all that type of stuff. And then I was like, you know, here's the reality, acting and and entertainment on a whole, music, whatever it is, it's a business like you know you you're an artist who is conducting business and you are your business so the unfortunate part sometimes is that a lot of people as artists are super talented give them a script they can kill it all day give them give them a song they can sing amazing whatever it is but they don't understand how to navigate the business side of things as Mm -hmm. far as like being their own like marketing and and getting training staying active you know and really pushing themselves as an artist and I'm not saying that this is what happened to um Reggie but I'm just saying like it it's harder than people think yes you're on this successful show for multiple years you're getting your bag or whatever but if but if you don't know how to manage money Mm -hmm. all of that money could be gone in a year or two if you're living a lifestyle that costs you you know half of that paycheck and then all of a sudden that paycheck is not coming in anymore it's like you got to downgrade your life or you're going to go broke yeah. You know, and unfortunately, people learn that the hard way. And, and also the other reality, too, is we don't know these people outside of what we see on TV. You don't know what kind of lifestyle they're in, what kind of um, habits they may have that might cost them money, like whatever it is. So it's like, you know, wish wish everybody well. But it's like you really don't know, like, everybody's full story. you know? Yeah, absolutely. And. Even with me um, working in film and and um, becoming a member and so on, everybody I talk to, whether it be you, Michelle, and so on, um, the the one thing people have just been telling me is, yeah, you're, you're making money now. Stack up, save up, 
save, save, save. Like you can do, you can do that now. <laughs> like you could actually save your money. And yes, of course, I've bought a few things to upgrade for my own like personal gain to help me in my industry, which is great. But saving it has been in my vocabulary. And it's something that I wasn't really able to do as much working in visuals and so on. I could have done it here and there, but not to this type of situation. But at the same time, like (laughs) we're as buyers or people working um, on set, we are just like actors when the show's done. (laughs) Yeah, it's on to the next. It's on to the next and on to the next may not be right after. It could be a month. It could be a few months. Like we're grateful Mm -hmm. that business is booming right now. It's good, but we don't know. We don't know. So yeah, I, I feel you on that whole saving thing. And yeah, that, um, that situation with Reggie really like um, it really just put things into perspective, but at the same time too, toxic needs to go. (laughs) (laughs) We're still canceling toxic. We're still canceling toxic. We're still canceling that we're canceling. um, (sighs) I would love this word to be canceled overall because I want the actual action and for these people to go white supremacy i'm tired of hearing (laughs) Mm. i'm tired of hearing about white supremacy i am so tired of hearing about white supremacy white supremacist i need that word to move so what do you want to call them because racist okay yeah because i was gonna say we can't cancel the word as if these people don't exist and don't operate in the world because they are very much here and like if they can just remove off the face of the earth that would make it just you know in wishful thinking honestly because yeah I, i i'm so tired of hearing that word and i think it's been around more in 2020 it's always been around Mm. but I think it's it's more it received more activation in 2020 Mm. I I see it everywhere everywhere Mm -hmm. so that needs to go (laughs) um another word that oh god this one may may hit people and um i may get some backlash for this one but and maybe because i'm seeing it too often and people are i feel like people are using it and not knowing why they're using it or not knowing yeah, it's totally out of context. And I think people are, I feel like a lot of people are jumping on bandwagons because it's the cool thing to do. 
whether it be black people, white people, whoever. I feel like right now, it's just with race and everything, I feel like the race topic is still very much a cool thing mm -hmm. to speak about. And that thing is, um, that word is massage noir. Now, <laughs> massage noir is something that I've been hearing since I'd say June. And I didn't really know what it is or what it was, but I've looked on Google. Mm -hmm. And I've never heard that word before. Yeah. I listened to a few very pro-Black podcasts. Okay. And they talk about it heavy. Like heavy. I will not name the podcast because I don't want them to, to feel like I'm bashing them. But um at the same time, too, those the podcasts that I've been listening to that are very pro-black, some of the stuff I agree with, some of the stuff I'm just like, uh okay, it's a little, it's a little bit of what's that dude's name? Oh gosh, what is his name? I can't remember. I can't remember, but yeah. So they use the word massage noir a lot, but massage noir is misogyny directed towards black women where race and gender both play roles in bias. The term was coined by a black queer feminist, Moya Bailey, who created the term to address misogyny directed towards black women in American visual and popular culture. So what the hell does that mean? Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, so again, yeah, what does that mean? Well, I understand. It, basically, this woman put two words that already exist together. Misogyny. Misogyny. And just the fact that it's more so directed to Black people in particular. So noir. Yeah got it but it's yeah. just like it's just like I thought it's really somebody's word that they just coined and started to make popular because I I, mm -hmm. I mean I guess she's saying like it's directed directly towards black women right I'm guessing so, so. yeah I'm guessing so and I've been seeing it a lot. And when it's put in the right context, cool. But I also find, like I said, there are women who are all of a sudden talking about massage noir that never spoke about massage noir or never spoke about racial or sexist stuff. And all of a sudden now they're using this word all the time <laughs> right right which is driving me nuts yeah it's just a hatred towards black women yes um, particularly from men yes. i guess yeah yeah i still right listen. it's kind of that thing of like Y'all know y'all wasn't saying that word two years ago. So thank you. You know, and I'm all for like the the elevation of you know um literacy and and learning new words and adding new words to your vocabulary. Okay, cool. But the thing about what's happening in social media and pop culture is like 
everybody's on this sort of like you know what's trending you're saying these words because they're trending mm-hmm. and to some versus like saying that it's like it's like you know black lives matter movement you know what i mean it's like everything yes. is a movement for a time you know where are all the people and the companies and stuff are they going as hard as they were a few months ago you know mm-hmm. it, it's the same type of thing it's because like social media you know um identifies these terms as like buzzwords you know popular words or whatever you know it's just i guess yeah yeah yeah, yeah most definitely I feel the same way. And lastly, I mean, I will definitely, I think I'm going to make a segment <laughs> from the podcast in terms of where is that Janelle hates? <laughs> <laughs> yes. But the last, not word, but the last, um, how would I coin this? It's not really a word, term, but it's more of a term, okay. a term now that I'm tired of hearing about is Clubhouse. Guys. <laughs> it's the it's an app. <laughs> the mystique of Clubhouse. Oh, God, I am so tired of hearing about Clubhouse. I am so tired of hearing about Clubhouse, Shrona. I'm so tired of out hearing about Clubhouse. Mm-mm. And now that I am I'm in Clubhouse, I am sick of it <laughs> because I'm in these chat rooms and I'm I'm boss. Mm-hmm. Like I'm legit boss in them. The only reason why I'm really on there is to really to pr- to promote the to promote our podcast, mm-hmm. Real Talk. Like cool, and yeah, you meet cool people on there. Yeah, because a lot of people are on there. Um. But I just find there's this, there is this whole like, oh my God, it's so exclusive and you meet all these people and yeah, it's just good for networking and like, Mm -hmm. I'm just, it. I I don't know I don't know I don't know like what happened to just I don't know I don't know just it's just this hype like yeah there's this hype hype. factor to to certain things and that's always the case that's always the case when there's something new you know, or exclusive. It, yeah, because it's going to be exclusive until it's not. Because exactly. the fact that it's only available for iP- iPhone right now, that's not going to last. Yeah. And then every time, you know, another app does something, here comes Instagram mm-hmm. with doing their version of that. So whatever exactly. that looks like, Instagram might implement chat rooms or something that are mm-hmm. different from the live situation. Um, yeah. But it's, like, you know, there actually was a, a forum in Clubhouse talking about, 
what happens when Clubhouse um, is not as exclusive or like what happens when Clubhouse um, lets the masses in. And there was a forum about that. And I'm like, guys. What were people saying? They're saying that it will lose its gist and people will start making rooms about nonsense. I'm like, newsflash, guys. People That's are already, already making rooms about nonsense. <laughs> That's been happening. And quite frankly, this clubhouse thing, from my understanding, was a way for tech guys to communicate with one another. So if anything, (laughs) the masses is already in there. The masses are already in there, exactly. Because we all weren't supposed to be up in there. Right. It just took one person from the tech people to give it to one person and they they gave it to another person and that's just how it began. So, like, the people that are in there are the masses. Yeah, like it's let's true. let's be let's be real. And to me, yeah. it sounds like because um, somebody else had promoted it to me as well. And then when you were talking about it and showing it to me, and I don't have an iPhone. I mean, I have an iPhone, but it's like not. It's just it would just work on Wi-Fi, you know, hood shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> like. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh when i when you were showing it to me i was like oh this just looks like a bunch of podcasts like just yeah that you would kind of listen to but i guess i guess the i mean i guess the cool part is that you could you could raise your hand and chime into the conversation but it's like i if i find it a little overwhelming if there's like is there a limit to how many people can be in one given room I don't think so. I don't think so. Because when I was, I was listening to a podcast yesterday, and they were talking about it. And apparently, a few weeks ago, Tory Lanes was up in there. Mm. And like, giving, obviously, you know, his little insight into in terms of what happened. Mm -hmm. um with the situation with him and Megan and um obviously not getting too much because of legalities and whatever whatever and the podcast was saying that there were like hundreds of people in there predominantly women and first like all of a sudden like enough women were like talking they were like over each other talking and so on so it was almost like the moderator whoever started this club what made it open for anyone to just chime in oh god yeah that's a headache that's too much way too much so that's way too much but I will say like what do you call it I mean I was on it last night and even on it this morning because I like hearing people talk like mm-hmm. I I love podcast that like 
podcasting is my thing like I'll listen to a podcast sometimes over music when I'm driving I'm listening to a podcast so there are certain chat rooms where I found informative I will say that um there are some valuable gems and some valuable information in certain in these certain chats but I'm just I just don't like how people are making it like the hottest thing, like like the hottest thing since sliced bread, mm-hmm. and this whole like oh it's so exclusive, oh you like if you you have to be in here, oh like you can meet so many people, almost taunting it to people with them knowing that the only way for you to get in is from from an invitation. Right. What I mean? Because they'll go through this long speech with you and then be like, oh, but I can't invite you because. Exactly. I already did this, already did that. Like, okay. Exactly. It's like some high school shit. And I'm just like, that's, that's childish. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. That, that's my whole thing about Clubhouse. Like, it's cool and all. There's that, the networking thing, yada, yada, yada. But I just don't like how people are making it seem like, oh yeah, you just gotta be in here. Like it's it's, it's like Soho House, like right. You hear about Soho House and so on. You hear about the exclusiveness and the meetups and the people in there. And then when you get to Soho House, you're like, oh, this is it. And then. I was pissed when I went to Soho House for the first time because I was just like, yo, I thought the food was free. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Why would you think that, Janelle? Because number one, the membership is like... thought it came with food. Absolutely. Food and drinks. Why not? Wow. It's a club. It's a membership, no? So like, or even like a discount. Right. I mean, I could see a discount. But like, sure. so what's so what's so what's the purpose of me being in there? Right. And then somebody to- showed me, oh, they have like different um, meetings, and they'll have like special performances or like forums for you to go to, and it's exclusive and yoga and so on. I'm like, so I'm paying this much a month to do some. To get a fucking latte and some yoga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Listen. Listen. It's just, it's just, I'm not about the hype any like I that shit is cute when I'm in my 20s. Yeah. But show me, introduce me to the person really calling the shots here. <laughs> like that's and, where and, I'm at. And right here's now. the reality. The, the the bigger reality in that is like now you just have to become the person who's gonna be calling the shots. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, everybody is super connected, but like broke, or it just doesn't like resonate through on each level. It's like okay, like you know, I'm just Ouch. I was Ouch. talking to. Ouch. I mean, it's the reality. Facts, because that's how I feel. We've had this conversation. I was talking to um, my boy the other day. And he's also a fellow Sagittarius. And we were just talking about like, 
being super like like we love like our people but like we're not the most social creatures like we're totally fine with like Netflix and chilling by ourselves you know mm -hmm. he's like yo I love being home like I love just whatever like you know all that kind of stuff where we were just like agreeing with with each other on that is in terms of like personality wise mm -hmm. and then we started talking about like when it comes to just creating opportunity for yourself and learning how you know learning how to make money work for you and and understanding that like building legacy is is more important than building popularity and mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. being popular and being super active on the gram and this and that is not like the end all be all if like your your pockets are lightweight like you know what I mean mm -hmm. because you you can't really move how you want to move whereas like you know he is a established uh business person and is doing his thing and people who know him like know that money ain't an issue for him but he's not like just out and about or flaunting things on the gram or whatever his whole thing is like yo I got this how do I get myself to the next level Mm -hmm. you know and it's like I find for myself too like it sounds like as, I, as I'm listening to you talk like you just sound like you're just kind of over all of the like fluffy stuff like we absolutely talked, we talked about even just kind of being over this so and you know COVID has been a blessing in that sense of like it's there's no like networking event to go to every weekend mm -hmm. and all mm -hmm. this type of stuff where it's like people go to these things like with such high hopes and come out empty-handed like nine times out of ten and it's mm -hmm. not to be like pessimistic or whatever but it's like the time and energy I've watched people like build million dollar empires from the comfort of their home you nice. know what I mean because it's just like they decided to put their time and energy and effort and expertise and and learn and knowledge in they they directed those efforts to their own business and their own growth versus mm -hmm. trying to like link up and link arms with everybody over here and over there and over there. But the reality is half the people you're trying to link arms with it are still trying to grow their own arms. Like, you know, Facts. Facts. and that's okay. But it's just like, I don't know. Like, I just think like transparency surrounding that has to be like, more because it doesn't mm -hmm. it, it you know I'm not anti you know girl gang or anti you know working with people and building together I'm not anti any of those things I'm pro all of those things but mm -hmm. I think like with the same energy you have to like build yourself, for I, yourself. I agree I agree I agree 1000 percent and yeah I'm just I'm just really really tired of the hype the fluff yeah mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just i'm just sick of it i'm sick of it i'm i'm so sick of it <laughs> like mm -hmm. just it's it's i don't know i don't know it's just i need more like i'm about though i'm about building up myself and also building up other people as well if there's an opportunity that i have going on i am 1000 percent making sure that i'm putting people on who i know that are good 
and actually putting money in their pockets. I've done that already with the show that I'm working on. I brought at least five to six great designers who I know produce great work. And I put my money where my mouth is. Like, yeah, like that's just the type of thing that I'm on. And I'm not looking for any type of validation. I'm not trying to be like, oh yeah, look at me guys. Look what I did, da, 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 da. Like some people I know. <laughs> that's all about that just everything they do they just have to put it on Instagram that's just constantly looking for some type of yeah like, back. yeah no mm. no well that's be- yeah I mean people who constantly are looking for validation like I mean that speaks to their own insecurities and different mm-hmm. elements of their life you know different areas of their life so yeah no get that I'm not a hater guys (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a hater I'm still about I do believe networking is key people call me networking queen I'm all about that but I'm just feeling that the whole idea of networking like has become a little fluffy extremely because now the networking events became fashion shows facts where it's like let me dress fly come to this place where I know these people are going to be at but I'm more so here for the appetizers and the videographer Mm -hmm. you know versus actually like business opportunities and that sort of thing yeah and here's the thing yeah go on no and I also feel that clubhouse is becoming that exclusive networking event in a way mm-hmm. where it's like there's people in there like clubhouse is almost like a soho house yeah where it's like online mm-hmm. yeah like people are talking about it and saying it's good for networking and saying it's good to like meet new people or whatever but are not going to share the information yeah mm-hmm And I think like the thing surrounding that is like, it's the idea of like, oh, you know, only the people, you know, people who are a part of this thing are willing to pay to be here. So they Mm -hmm. must be serious. But the Mm -hmm. reality is like, I'm gonna use the word that you hate, toxic people. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Or, okay, People with ill intentions, people who have no (laughs) desire to like actually be progressive will Mm -hmm. also pay those fees to be around people. Amen. Just to look like they got something going on. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So you can't even be fooled by who's in the room necessarily anymore. Because this exclclusive room has a price. Look how many... Clubhouse is not that exclusive if like your little friend can invite you and this one and this one. Like, you know what I mean? Like, everybody's not, like, super exclusive like that. No. You know? Real talk. Like, how do you de- how do you decipher? How do you decipher, like, like, how do you know that this person is X, Y, and Z? Exactly. Like, how do you honestly know? Like, exactly. people are paying for followers, number one. You go on their Instagram, they're paying for followers, they're like you can put something on your bio and it could be fake as shit somebody can say that they're 
a manager somewhere when they're actually a sales associate or like like come on like it's it's all it's all fluff like and that's the thing about social media it's fluff yeah it's the highlight reels as we know Mm -hmm. you gotta just take it with a grain of salt but you just gotta my whole thing is like be fly and be dope in real life you know what i mean like yeah i mean I was also listening to a conversation that was talking about that. It's just like how socially awkward people have become with each other because mm-hmm. of social media. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. we don't even know how to like engage in conversation anymore. It's just, I don't know. I watch think- what's going to happen when the, all this lockdown shit is done. Like watch, what watch what's going to happen. People are going to be like, people already were in their phones before it's going to be even worse now Mm. like the fact that people can work from the comfort of their own home on the internet do everything on the internet everything Mm -hmm. like yeah people are not going to leave their house and yeah the idea of like social interaction is going to be completely lost yeah. And that's why I'm kind of over this COVID shit because <sighs> like I'm, I'm getting tired of texting and everything zoom. <laughs> Dude, I can't even, even like, I don't I mean, by the time this comes out, we, we may just be in a full on lockdown. Trust me. You know, as they've been alluding to, um, you know, but it's just like, you can't even, make plans like make a reservation for a dinner like you know what the most annoying thing is you know what makes me mad (laughs) being in the mall for work all day and going to get something to eat at the food court and not being able to to sit down there ain't no there's not even a bench in the hallways to sit down anymore in any mall i'm eating in my car okay you want to hear what happens to me you want to hear what happened to me i was at eaton center yo i went to have a croissant Mariga. went to have a croissant over at that little pastry spot by um i think it's kind of under zara i forgot what it's called. it's like a danish mm-hmm. spot so i'm like yo i'm marved i don't want to eat in my car right now i have on my mask let me just find a corner somewhere where there's like some type of bench not even a bench but some type of i don't know somewhere to kind of sit by the plants mm-hmm. <laughs> indoors and eat. You know, a security guard came up to me. I was wow. around nobody. Nobody was coming by me. Nothing. A woman was at least, I'd say, 10 to 20 feet away from me, all the way on the other side, sitting down. And a security guard came to me and she and he was just like, you can't, you can't be eating here. I'm like, dude, I am starving. And he was like, yeah, you can't eat here. Oh. You know, I had, I had to take my Danish into my car and then come back, down, leave my Yo, car. No, and this shit is, oh, and these friggin' um, security guards on their, in the, in the malls when they want to, like, tell you to, like, 
keep your mask up on your like if it slips down for two seconds or something or like whatever and I get it that's mm-hmm. very important but like they're just going extra hard now like for yes. everything like like oh it's so annoying it's so annoying it's so annoying I've had I'm, Chick- I'm very much Chick-fil-A in my car at mm-hmm. least three times I'm tired oh yeah like now I have to strategically like buy food when I'm leaving the mall so I can I know I'm naturally going to be driving and eating it's just like yeah it's I'm over like what's gonna happen when winter time when it's like cold up cold up in your car but then no you tell me you told me that I need to park in the an underground parking so that's what I'm gonna do (laughs) (laughs) yes girl there ain't no ain't no shoveling snow off of your car in the middle of work (laughs) no we're not doing that every mall underground parking um but yeah let's uh take a break and we'll be right back mm-hmm. we are back and my off figure tip this week is very simple but it's not done as often as it should be done and that is to ask for help Mm-hmm. as it, period ask for help when you need it like I being you know an only child being you know just kind of on my own and whatever like I've always like prided myself on being able to like do things on my own you know what I mean mm-hmm. and I think like we can both identify with that in a lot of ways, like just being really independent and all those things. But I do believe that you could be like independent to a fault, you know, mm-hmm. like, whereas asking for help um, to alleviate stress from you, like I'm so like pro relieving stress anti-stress especially for black women because Mm. everything is a damn stress in our lives so like or everything is made up to appear stressful for us or extra stressful for us more than other people so it's like at any point in time that you could alleviate stress like I'm all for that and it's just like even in simple things like use I'll use an example like when I was preparing for um the art direction project like it was so helpful to have another pair of hands with me that could just get ziploc bags from walmart or you know uh help like help me glue things together or whatever the case may be and it's like yes i could handle it on my own but if there's somebody like ready and willing to help you and offering their help, like Mm -hmm. just take it, you know, Mm -hmm. understand that, you know, it's not always, and this is something I had to learn too for myself. Like I'm always in this thought process of like, if you're giving me something, I have to be giving you something back. Right. Like it has to be some sort of like fair exchange, some sort of barter. And while all of that is fine and true to, to an extent, there's some times where you sh- it's OK to allow people to just sow into you. 
mm-hmm. it's okay to just allow people to to bless you, bless you with their time, bless you with their efforts, um, bless you with their expertise. You know what I mean? And and it's just like it's not always that question of like, well, what do you want? Why are you being so nice? Like, you know, it's just, it's crazy how like we're conditioned to think that way more mm-hmm. times than not, you know? So that is my offering tip. Just learn to ask for help, learn to accept help when it is being offered to you with no apologies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Asking for help. Um, it's something that I've learned to do over the years because I don't know, it maybe it's a a thing for me when I was younger where I felt that if I asked for help, I would look stupid. Mm-hmm. And I think I've mentioned that before on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but in actuality, when you don't ask for help, you look even crazier. Yeah. Because you start, for me, I know I would make up stuff. i would make up words or make up sentences thinking that i knew what i was talking about and again girlfriends (laughs) Mm -hmm. there's an episode where maya was read was um she was um preparing for her new book because she just finished the book and it was such a success so her publishers (laughs) were messaging her (laughs) about about about, um her ideas for a new book Mm -hmm. and she was reading like almost like an introduction to that new book Mm -hmm. and she read it to William (laughs) (laughs) all of the these words she was trying to make it sound so good these Mm -hmm. big words and they technically these words didn't work well together you know because I think the hypothesis of the simile would really go well with the (laughs) would really go well with the atmosphere and the photosynthesis critically (laughs) I figured figured it was astonishing that the symmetry of the togetherness (laughs) of that cinematography right (laughs) yeah and uh, when she was done everybody was looking at her and she was crazy (laughs) (laughs) and that was me on a regular that was me on a regular writing these essays or talking like this when these words don't work (laughs) well together and I said it with such confidence oh my god no I I totally oh yeah no I definitely identify with that when definitely when I was in high school you know I would not be the first person to shoot up my hand even when I didn't understand something. And I would just be there hoping that somebody would ask the question that I wanted to know. 
you mm-hmm. know and it's just so ridiculous but we make these decisions out of like it shows you like even from a young age how much emphasis we put on what other people think of us because that's what mm-hmm. that all is you know you don't want people to think this or look at you like this whereas now I thrive on asking 21 questions okay just call me 50 cent this bitch because if I don't understand one thing I need to be crystal clear mm-hmm. like and I I take pride in that now you know Absolutely. what I mean and, and it's true like what you said I find that people who um who uh who recognize that you are not afraid to ask they actually look at you like a more intelligent person facts facts you're not trying to waste anybody's time right now (laughs) that's number one number one okay well thank you guys for listening as usual hanging out with with your girls yes yes as per usual hit us up on behind the stage at gmail.com or behind the stage on instagram and yeah comment follow Share the pod with your friends, you know, Mm -hmm. and we can be friends. We can all be friends. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Oh, geez. It's my turn to do a darling. (laughs) It's my turn to do a quote. Ah, 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 ah. Well, let's just see here. (laughs) Is this bad that I'm looking for a quote? Okay, right here. (laughs) Look at that. Look at that. Hmm. This is perfect. The way I see it, if you want the rainbow, you gotta put up with the rain. Oh, that's a bar. Thank you, Google. <laughs> who wrote that? And don't ask me who wrote it because I don't know. <laughs> oh, I like oh, that. You know, you know who? Dolly Parton. Okay, Miss Dolly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dolly just Parton. having a conversation about Miss Dolly yesterday, ironically. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that though. Mm-hmm. That was the first thing that popped up. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. Yes. All right, y'all. Bye. Until next time. We're yeah, gone. yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. Baby, did you hear that? Yeah, baby, I heard it too. The cops are in the rally, the sky is electric.